It's The Different Life with Jared and Amy. Welcome back. Hey guys, Jared. What? They came back. That's a big deal, by the way. I know. It's a really big deal. Y'all came back to listen to us talk about money today. Thank you. Thank you. We we got so many um, ratings from people and reviews and positive feedback. And that was just really encouraging just to hear you guys reaching out and telling us that you listened in the first place. Because um, we thought it was just maybe going to be our parents that were listening in. And, yeah, uh, just our moms so, listening to yep, our podcast. Yeah, so we found out that it was just more than that. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. That's wonderful. Can I tell them about our update? Sure, yeah. Um. So we got a second mic. Yes, we are no longer breathing down each other's necks, which is a This is like big a big deal. deal around here. We are, now we're not huddled around one. We have two mics. Yep. And do you know what I did before we started? What did you do? I went and I brushed my teeth for you. Well, that's not fair. I didn't brush my teeth. I know. Great. So now I'm the one that still has the bad breath <laughs> and yours is minty fresh. And so we're sitting here and we've got our blankets around us because our, so we're living in a rental right now because we're mm-hmm. building a house. And in this house, our upstairs is ridiculously hot. Hot sauna. And downstairs, it's like an Arctic tundra. It's so cold down here. So we are like down here bundled up. wrapped in blankets and our kids are upstairs locked in a room minus the locked part. Yeah. But they're in a room and they get so hot up there and their faces are so red. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's like whenever you go upstairs, you're on a Hawaiian vacation. So you're taking all your clothes off so you don't break <laughs> out in a sweat. And then when you come downstairs, you better have your parka on because right. it is freezing. Totally different wardrobes for the two levels of our house. Yeah. But so, we're ready. But that's where we are right now. So we've got our, we've both got our mics. Yeah. And we've both got a blanket and we are excited to talk about money today. Yes. Uh, money is important to say the least. Yeah. And it is, it touches every part of our lives. And so we want to address this head on, whether you're married or single or wherever you're at in life. If you ignore money, it will not ignore you. Yeah. You'll have big, big problems. And so last episode, we talked about communication in marriage. And P.S. There are people that we've talked to. <laughs> Our dog is wandering. <laughs> now he's back. Um, little things distract us. We're kind of like squirrel. Yeah. No. Um, but there there's were people a lot, there's who, a lot of moving parts in our house, by the way. We got chickens behind are, us. We got the dog running around. And they were just really noisy. I was yeah. like, are they gonna be really noisy when we do this? No, but they got it's so like far. they knew we were they knew we started this and yeah. so they got quiet. Um, but there was people who listened last week to our podcast about communication and they weren't married and they were saying, I got so much out of it because communication is it works for every relationship. So pivotal. And what we're going to talk about today, yes, it is huge in marriage, but it's not just for people who are married. And so I would, I would add this in there too. It would be, it is so much better to get a great, firm understanding of how to handle money in the first place sure. before you even get married. Yeah. Because what a blessing that is to come into your marriage with your spouse and say, hey, listen, I've got a, you know, this is, this is happening. This is already in place. Um, I've got this saved up. Um, what better way to, to do it on your own and then bring that blessing into your life versus just banging your head against the wall with you and your spouse because neither of you have an idea of what's going on, which is never fun, by the way. No. So should we start talking about money? Yeah, let's do it. Can I sing, can I sing the money part? Yeah, do it. Okay, here we go. Money, money, money. He stole it from me last time. Yeah. Like I really wanted to do that part and it, he 
It sounded good, by uh, the way. You did good. Thanks. So let's jump in first, and can you tell them our story? Kind of, yeah. kind of bring this home for why why we're even talking about money in the first place. Okay. So once upon a time, a long time ago, Jared fell madly in love with me. True statement. And we got married. And what happened was when we got married, I came into the marriage with a little bit of money in the bank. No, you had a lot of money in the bank. I babes. had five thousand dollars. That's it, and that was a <laughs> ton of money back in the day. Oh, and I had a job. Uh, that's a huge. That's a that's a huge yes. deal. So I had a tiny little bit of money in the bank. I was I had no a, debt. I was marrying a sugar mama. By yeah, the way, yeah, you were. You were my sugar mama. You didn't even know that. <laughs> oh boy. So I had a little bit of money in the bank and I had a job, but my sweet, wonderful husband over here had a little bit different story than that. Yeah. Tell him about you. I, well, we came, when we came into the marriage, you came in the positive and I came in the negative. I had a ton of student loan debt. More than $5,000. A whole lot more than $5,000. A lot. Yeah. And it was kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Because... It was just this huge amount of money that we had to pay back because, I mean, step number one in marriage, you are on the same team. You have to be. You have to be on the same team. So it was Jared's debt from school, but it became my debt. Guess what? It's yours now. Yay, the honeymoon's over. For better or worse. So we we just decided we are going to tackle this debt because I was raised um, with the idea and the mentality the mentality of you get rid of debt. Yeah. Like if there is debt, yeah. you work hard and you get rid of it. Yeah. And so we came together and we really agreed, like we aren't going to just pay minimum payments. Yeah. We are going to get this thing gone. We're going to get uncomfortable and go after this thing. And boy, did we get we uncomfortable. So I think that's, that's the first thing that we need to tell is, you know, make sure you just said this, make sure you're on the same page with finances, with debt, um, make sure that, you know, if both of you have a job that you don't have two separate bank accounts, it's Mm-mm. not your money or it's not m- just my money. It's your money together. Both of you, you've got one account, all the funds go into that one bank because the two have become one yeah. when it comes to debt, it, whether it's credit card debt, car debt, whatever it is, it's not, well, you made a bad decision before, so you reap the consequences and I'm going to be over here making my, no, stop. You guys come together. You are one. So now both of you work together on the same team to taking care of that and taking responsibility for those actions. Yeah, for right? sure. And whenever you're, whenever you're dealing with money, make sure you're discussing big purchases together. Yes. You know, like talk about the things that you're going to buy. I was talking to Jared the other day. I was like, why do you think marriage m- money problems is such a big deal? Mm. And he said, probably one of the big deals is lack of com- communication. Absolutely. So there's one person that goes out and spends all this money, goes on like a shopping spree and comes back. And the other one's like, hold on, we have, yeah. we have all these bills to pay. We didn't, I didn't think we were doing that. And that, now we've got friction and we've got yes. walls being built yep. up and there is there's problems yeah so you've got to be on the same page and you've got to discuss those um, purchases with each other like when we first got married we were so frugal that it would just be like can i please get a starbucks yes can i please for a dollar fifty yeah like it was my my accent is way better than yours oh way better <laughs> yeah but you're right we would discuss all those little purchases because we wanted to make sure that we were on the same page versus just, you know, going our own separate ways and then meeting back 
into the middle and be like, oh, what'd you buy? I don't know. What'd you buy? Right. You know, so we were, we came together. We were on the same page. Mm -hmm. And something else that we had to learn too at the beginning of our marriage is contentment. Oh boy. You know, not always going after the next newest shiny thing, Mm -hmm. um, the next newest clothing or whatever that was. We had to learn to just be okay, be Be thankful and stop comparing. Stop looking at what somebody else is driving, where somebody's going on vacation, how their house is decorated, the clothes that they're wearing. Mm. Be thankful for what you have. So dangerous. And just thank the Lord that he has blessed you and given you the necessities in your life. And I'm sure you have a lot more than you are even um, remembering, you know, like, but you can't compare to other people. You've got to learn contentment. Comparison is dangerous. As you know, it does one or two things. One, and when you compare, you'll either be puffed up with pride. Wow. I'm so much better than so-and-so. Um, or you're, you're going to feel really bad about self defeat, despair because you're comparing yourself. And so, yeah, just get your eyes off of other people and just stay focused on the Lord and his goodness in your life and stay thankful and grateful and be content. That's a great, um, discipline to practice, especially at the beginning of marriage when you guys are just getting started. And it's so much easier to be content when you do it together. Oh yeah. Like when you're both like going after this thing, like I'm very competitive. So to be on a team and to say, we're going to attack this and it's like you're playing a game. Oh yeah. You're like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's take it out. Let's get rid of this, the student loan debt or whatever the debt may be. Yeah. When you're playing the game and you're doing it together, being content is a yeah. whole lot easier. So one of the ways that we would play the game is, um, when we first got married, Amy was a choir teacher, um, at our school, here in town, and I was a an associate doctor at a, a chiropractic office here in town. And so one of the ways we played the game, we said, hey, let's see how little we can live on. Let's see if we can live below at your income, Amy, or a little bit below it. And everything that I bring in, we will just dump towards that debt. We'll dump yeah. towards the student loans. We'll knock it off. And that was one of the ways that we played the game. We made ourselves uncomfortable. We lived way below our means. Yeah. And, like and, way below what was coming in. Yeah. And part of the reason was is because we, we weren't living for just today. We did have goals. We had aspirations and things that we wanted to achieve in our life. So that's one thing too is make sure that you know your why. Yeah. Know why you even want to make, you know, why you want to be uncomfortable in so, the first place. So what were some of our whys? Well, you know, we, we definitely wanted our uh, be able to send our kids off to college and, um, pay for that for them. We wanted to, um, I didn't want to live the next 30 years of my life under the stress and anxiety of debt. I mean, that, that is a weight in and of itself. I know a lot of you out there have probably tasted or are continuing to taste what I was feeling there, but I, I knew that I did not want to be a slave to that debt. And I wanted to get that off of our shoulders as quick as possible. Yeah. Another why was we wanted to just have that freedom the freedom of mm. not owing anybody anything yeah. and the freedom to be generous yes. in the future. Like when you owe a bunch of people something, when there's a ministry that is needing some money, you're not the person to be able to provide for that. Yeah, you don't Or have you see a friend who's in need or even somebody you don't even know. Like the gospel is being generous and being compassionate to those around you. Yeah. And that's what God calls us to do. And when you aren't financially wise, guess what? you don't have the avenue to be able to do that. Right, exactly. So that was a huge uh, motivating factor so that as we got out of debt and as we moved forward, we could 
be generous to other people. Make those decisions early. Yeah. Absolutely. So one way that we did this, one way that we were on the same pe- on the same page is we budgeted. Mm. So like from the very beginning, we even went like old school with like the envelopes Absolutely. and the cash in yep. the envelopes. And at the end of the month, when you want to go out to eat and you go to the entertainment envelope and it's empty, guess who's not going out to Absolutely. eat? Absolutely. It's called adulting, by the way. Yeah. You know, being able to say, nope, I want to, but nope, I'm not going to do this. Right. So every month we would sit down. I mean, Jared in our family, he's the one who handles the money. So he would do this, but he would sit down and he would write out the budget. I would tell him things that um, we needed or usually at the beginning, there was nothing really much extra. No. Um, But the very first place that we always start when we do our budget from when we first got married all the way till now, and we will continue to do it, is paying our tithe. First, off the top. Very first thing. Very first thing. So our tithe is 10% of our income and not just any 10%. It's the first 10%. Right, right. So there's a verse in Proverbs that talks about the tithe. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. And it says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Yeah. And so we, we have committed to doing that. And it's something that God in his word, he says, test me like, come on. That's a promise. Yeah. Like test me and watch that. I don't just bless you in a huge way. And man, he has so, so done that. God wants us to honor him with that. Everything that we have comes from him. A hundred percent of the, the breath in our lungs, the food that we eat, the energy, the abilities that we have to use our hands to work, the mind that we have to think, all of that comes from him. And he just he's after our hearts. He doesn't need our money. He's not for lack of money, but he's after our hearts and he's after our obedience. And so the first thing that we always chose to do was to tithe. We built our budget around the 10% of that tithe. Yeah, so as married couples and as anybody who's who's not married who's listening to this, we really encourage you yes. to tithe. Yes. Like just put God to the test, do it, obey what he what he says in his word and trust him. I have never met another individual that said, "You know, for the last 5 years I've been tithing and man, I wish I never would have done that." I've been tithing for the last 10 years. I wish I never would have done that. Instead, I hear the exact opposite. Oh my goodness. Man, has my life changed ever since I started walking obedience to the Lord and tithing. And so we have just reaped those benefits in our life. And it's not just financial. It's, it's, it touches every single part of your life. And so make sure that you're obedient and you walk forward and you tithe. And something else I want to say about a budget, it may not seem like it's super fun to be budgeting each month, but I want to tell you right now, it is so freeing. Um, I used to live without a budget and I remember I would get to the end of the month and think, Oh my goodness, how much money do I have left over? Is there, is there enough money in the bank? How much did I spend here or there? And there's a level of an, of anxiety and stress that comes over you as the month draws to the end. A lot of you know what I'm talking about, but when you budget and you give every dollar a name and you tell it where to go, it's very empowering because you know where you're at and you know, Hey, we got this much money left over. We can go out to eat and it's okay. We can get a steak tonight because we've got this money in that entertainment envelope. Yeah. So it's very freeing to do that. Yeah. So we budgeted and we also were pretty frugal at the yes. beginning. Um, we would cut coupons from yep. the coupon books. We'd go out to eat and we'd share meals actually. Yeah. But we would like all these coupon books would just have like these random hole in the wall restaurants. And we're like, 
well, I guess this is where we're going because yeah. this is these were the options. Good food. Um, I would make my own laundry detergent. Yes. And was it borax? Is that what you put well, in there? there? Was, that's that was like one of the ingredients. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And we had no internet. Can yep. you believe that? We our friends asked us how in the world can you survive without internet? But yeah. we just we used our phones. We Google searched. And just look things up on our phone if we wanted to find something out. Yeah. We had no TV that we paid for. We cut each other's hair. True statement. I cut Jared's hair. Yep. And I would always cut your hair at the very like beginning. Like for a long time. you uh, yeah. Probably, what, nine? Yeah. Nine years you cut my hair. Yeah. So you actually took a break for like the last two years cutting my hair. And you cut my hair the other day. I and did. I want to tell you, I got so many compliments from patients <gasps> and from friends. So, girl, you got it. Yeah. Well, your hair needs to be cut every like two days in order for you to Stop. be looking fly. Please. It's got to be like once real. Once a month. No, it's like once every three weeks. And it was <laughs> so, it was getting so long and shaggy. I was like, I'll just do it. Let's just say you've had nine. Well, I mean, going on 12 years, you've had 12 years of training Yeah. and you're really good at it. Thank you. Thanks. But you cut the, the thing that's amazing is that you cut my hair. Well, yeah, I, I, I do. And I did. And, um, it was, a well, you scary, don't, you don't now, right. but you did. Yeah. If you asked me today, I would do you it. You would do it. But it was a really scary thing because, you know, I'd be back there cutting it and she would be making death threats to me to make sure I don't. Were you your know, hands shaking? Yeah. A Were little you bit. scared? You know, I was, but I'm better for it now. So <laughs> let's just say you got your Man hair cut. Man up and just cut my hair. That's it. Um, we would go to garage sales. We we still do garage sales. It's so fun. It is You fun. never know what you're going to find. Yep. Even last year, like, we found some really good deals. We got some yeah. cool coolers. I got you, like, this brand new Banana Republic sweat sweater. Well, garage sales goes deep into our relationship. That was actually the <gasps> one of the first that. dates we went on. So I really wanted to show Amy a great time and let her know <laughs> that when she marries me that I'm going to just show her a great time no. in life. And so I took her to a garage sale for our first date. He picked me up in his dad's BMW. Yep. He had some Starbucks in hand, yep. which I'm like, this is a great start. Oh yeah. We went garage sailing and then he took me to a furniture liquidation warehouse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went out to Sonic. Now I yep. Jared says that this was our first date. Yeah. He actually I thought that this was just like our first hangout. No, it was definitely a date. And then then he asked me out and I he took me Starbucks. on. I thought our first date was when he took me out to this restaurant, but he yeah. says this is our first date. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, garage sales goes way back. Yeah. Way oh, yeah. back. Oh, yeah. um, we, oh, remember that time? It was the season we used reusable toilet paper. Oh, yeah. That was cool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we didn't stoop that That well. would be going a little bit too far. <laughs> that, would be going, that would be going way too far. But speaking of going too far, I think you should tell them about the time you went too far with your frugality in the uh, Kroger parking lot. No. Yep. Go on and tell them. No. We're, we're being real and raw. <gasps> So tell them. Oh my goodness. Let them in on our secret. This was a, this was a low, this was a low moment. Um, oh goodness. Are y'all going to, are they going to come back and listen if I tell them this? I don't know. Just, well, here we go. go. Um, we were, we were just starting our office. So we, Jared, we'll talk about this on another, another time. (laughs) Jared jokes with me when I keep saying that because there's so much to talk about. Um, but we had just started our office. So we were like, we what's the living very slender yeah yeah and so our daughter was potty training and i was walking into kroger and lo and behold on the parking lot floor plastered tire prints all over it 
as flat as you can go. Little little wet, little little moist. wet, little plastered is a pair of Hello Kitty panties. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I don't know what came over me, but I was thinking, oh my goodness. I can use those. Yes. And so I went into the um, grocery store and I got like those, the fruit bags that you pull and you have a hard time opening the plastic bags. You put your apples and your oranges and all that stuff in. I went out to the parking lot and I picked up that pair of panties with the plastic. I never touched it to my hands. Everybody listen to that. I never touched it. Yeah. And I picked it up. And when I got home, I just ripped the bag, plopped it in the washer, and I washed it very thoroughly. Let's just say I'm really glad that you've outgrown the uh, Hello Kitty paintings yourself. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I Just kidding. I cannot believe that we, I actually did that, but... I, in de- desperate times calls for yeah. desperate, me- desperate measures. Did you ever think to yourself what would have possibly motivated a mother to actually dump her child's <laughs> Hello Kitty panties in the middle of the park? Like what actually happened inside of Kroger? Like what went down in that yeah, bathroom that, that the like, mom was just like threw is, them in the air and was just like, I'd disgusting. rather just throw them away than yeah. wash them. Oh, goodness. One man's junk is another man's oh, treasure. And I'm you s- found a treasure I'm that sure day. it was a huge blowout that yeah. caused her to throw those yep. on the floor. Anyway, yeah. that was a low moment, but yeah. we were playing the game. We did, and you took it too far that day. I but did. Thank the Lord for redemption. Yes, and, and you know what? Not just because of the Hello Kitty panties, but we paid off our school loans. We did, and I'm telling y'all, it was a very daunting yeah. uphill battle because it was a lot. Yeah, like I didn't know chiropractic school t- cost that much money. It, yeah, it was it, a lot of money, but we paid it off, and God was so faithful, and it was because of his faithfulness. It was because of putting him first in the tithe and also putting the hard work in trusting God with our finances, coming together as a team, being unified and saying, you know what? We're going to attack this and we're going to get rid of this because we have goals. We have things we want to accomplish for our future and we're not going to be tied down to this. And being able to trim off the fat, being able to get a little uncomfortable, make those decisions early so that you could reap the benefits of being free, not being a slave. And then after that, you move on to the next step. So for us, the next step was paying off our office debt. So when we went, we started our office, had to go into debt to build out the office, pay that off. Then you move to your house and you pay that off and you just keep taking these steps and then you end up with financial freedom. And I'm telling you, it feels so good when you owe not a single person anything. Yes. It's so worth it. It, Well, it's so worth it. And it's so different. It's so different. You know, paying off debt early and not just letting it sit around for 30, 40 years is different from how the typical American does that. Mm -hmm. You know, not making minimal payments and just letting it hang around. So don't be afraid of being different, different from the culture. There are so many advantages that come from making those sacrifices early so that you have the freedom to do what God calls you to do. Um, you've got more freedom in your schedule and more margin to be able to bless other people and do do those things. Yeah. And this is what this podcast is about. It's about being different. Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And hopefully by listening to this, yes. you will be motivated to do it different right. because Everybody thinks that debt is normal. Yes. Oh, just, yeah, just fine. It's, it's fine. Everything's normal. No, we, if you have the debt, now we work to get rid of it. We don't just want to carry it on our back for the rest of our lives. 
And we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And again, this whole thing is under the umbrella of when you do these things and when you're working together as a married couple, there is going to be so much camaraderie and there's going to be so much more peace when you attack it together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you just ignore money, like if there's all these money problems, if if you and I would have both ignored it and said, you know, what, we we make decent money. Let's just go spend it. Let's just go vacation, whatever. And let's get this new car because we can afford this car payment because this, that and the other. And if we would have just ignored it, this thing would have just grown and grown. And imagine the amount of fights that it has saved us yeah. or, or just the anxiousness or the stress that it saved us because we didn't ignore it. Or can you imagine if you were like going after this debt? Let's put on our imaginary, okay. our imagination caps. And you were going after this debt and I'm not like, no, I don't want to do yeah. it. We would have had, oh my yes. goodness, we would have been. Yeah. That would have been bad. So make sure that you guys are on the same page. If you are about to get married, have these conversations early with mm-hmm. your fiance. Hey, what's yeah, your talk view about, about money. money? Yeah, what do you feel? What What do you think about debt? What do you think about a future and retirement? And make sure that you guys are crystal clear on where you're wanting to go because you're right. What you just described sounds like a nightmare. Yes. And marriage already is hard enough as it is. You want to make sure that you have these simple things taken care of so that it is as smooth sailing as it can be. Right. And so the money that we have comes from God. Everything. So he gives us this money. We need to be good stewards of it. Yep. We need to handle it right. We need to be wise with it. Again, we already talked about this. When you are wise with your money and you have a place for it to go and you get out of debt, you have more freedom to be generous with people. And that's what we're called to do as Christ followers is and to be generous with others side note that is the most fun that you can oh, have with money it by really the way is. you can give yourself all these things you can give yourself all these gifts but the most fun is being able to see the shock on someone's face or even to give anonymously to somebody and let it just change their life that hands down is the most absolute fun that you could ever have with money yeah and it's really fun when y'all do it together yeah. even if you give something anonymously so yeah. nobody knows that it was you and then it's you and your spouse at home like giggling like yeah. Ooh, look what we just yeah. did and you're so excited because you were able to be the hands and the feet of Jesus yeah and what a cool teaching tool for your kids to see as well yes. the generosity and and what money what money is used for not just taking care of our own needs but supplying for the needs of other people it's yeah. a gift yeah so money touches absolutely every part of your life including your marriage oh yeah and that means it could be for the good or for the bad yeah. and so we're saying take action steps now Put in the put in the hard work now so that it can be for the good. So you can get rid of those those um, those what are they called landmines in your marriage yes. that could just blow up. And it, it's not just going to be a money problem. Then one person's going to resent somebody else. Then there's going to be walls put up. Yeah. Then there's going to be lack of respect. Then there's going to be no more communication. Yeah. And it just snowballs into a big old mess. Don't ignore it. Address it head on. Take care of it. Be the master over your finances and your money so that it doesn't master you and your marriage for sure so i want to bring up something else as well um you talked about uh the mistake with your hello kitty panties i did i also will confess that i made a mistake as well tell us in our frugality years tell us we had a storm that came through and we had a bradford pear tree that Mm, half of it fell down half of it did not And so I thought to myself, what a great opportunity to be able to show off my manhood to my beautiful bride and show her that I can (laughs) cut down a tree. So we were given a hacksaw as one of our wedding presents, wedding gifts. Yes. Yes. 
And so I thought, you know, this tree was about um, a foot to a foot and a half wide in, in diameter. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to spend the next few hours and just cut this sucker down and just, you know, grind it out. And Now, this wasn't like a redwood tree, of course, yeah. but this thing was it was pretty big. It yeah. wasn't just like a yeah. little tiny tree. So four days later. Oh, my goodness. And oh, yeah. By the way, one of the branches fell and it knocked down the streetlight <laughs> as well. So I just. Did you, how'd you fix that? Well, got the ladder and put some Gorilla Glue on it. Oh. And um, have you all ever used Gorilla Glue? Well, I don't know. But we, <laughs> we definitely use Gorilla Glue for a lot of things. A lot of things. And the light is still there. So clearly oh it's goodness. holding. Um, but yeah, so four days later and a lot of just stress and blisters on the hands Didn't from a little bitty hacksaw. Didn't your friend come over and help you? My, I had my friend come over. We rented a grinder, a stump, a stump grinder, grinder from Home Depot and we got it done, right? And it, it was looked, a lot. It looked janky. Well, I'm so proud of you for trying, but it, it looked really janky. It was, I got it done. Okay. And, <laughs> but here's the funny thing is our neighbor about two months later, their tree started to fall down. Well, sure enough, he hires someone like he should have. Yep. And within like an hour and a half, the tree was down. He ground out the stump and it was just a beautiful looking yard. And mm. so, yeah, that's that. Moral of the story. Sometimes you do got to pay. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid. You can't do everything. Right. And I definitely learned that lesson. Oh. It was embarrassing, but we got it done. And the streetlight is okay. I'm not going to tell anybody where the streetlight is, but there is some Gorilla Glue out there <laughs> holding a streetlight up on the streets holding of Memphis. Holding by its last limb. <laughs> So oh, hopefully the goodness. neighbors didn't see it either. Oh my goodness. Anyways. See, we all make mistakes. Yeah. I pick off pan I pick up panties off the parking lot. Yes. You try to take down trees by yourself. I still think I won, unfortunately. Yes. For the biggest mistake. Um yeah. give yourself yeah. give yourself some grace. Be willing to laugh. Be willing to learn. Um, be willing to make it fun as you guys are learning how to handle money and how to make it work um, in your favor. Because you're right. It touches every single part of your life for the good or for the bad. It just depends on how you guys handle it. Yeah, so choose God's it. way and choose to help it to be a benefit as you all move forward and as you plan for your future, for sure. Well, I think that's that's got it about money. Yeah, I think we covered it good. I think uh, hopefully you guys uh, were able to relate to some of the, the trials that we went through ourselves and some of the lessons that we learned. And um, yeah, so where are we going with this? Next episode. So next episode, we are going to be talking about sex. I cannot wait to um. hear all of the nuggets <laughs> and the wisdom that you're going to give these people. What's so funny is I talked to my mom this week and she said, I listened to your first episode, but I will not be listening to episode three, which obviously is about sex. But I've, I guess that's okay. I'm actually very much okay When with we that, record so. it, we can like know my mom's not listening yeah, to this. Yeah. We'll yeah. be a little more um, free with it then yes. if she's not listening. But so next episode, we are going to be talking about sex and sex in your marriage. <laughs> he doesn't know what I'm going to say. I think you just like saying the word sex, to be honest. Oh, goodness. <laughs> sex in our marriage and the, how God views it yes. and just all that stuff. So yes. we are excited to be back in two weeks and we hope that you will join us. Join us. Yeah. Um, also, if you haven't yet, if you're just now listening, please subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. Um, give us a five-star rating. We also have yes. an email as well. It's called the different life podcast at gmail.com. Please send us an email. If you guys have any questions, We'd maybe we can that. start a segment of our show where we answer some questions for people. Um, but that would just be really cool just to hear from you guys and uh, help us spread the word and get the word out. Yes. So, all right, guys. Well, we hope you 
have a great rest of your day. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Take Bye, care. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.